From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Dorian DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about headaches that come right before or right after orgasm and how the two of you respond. There's a quote from Mark Lawrence that says, some pain you can distance yourself from, but a headache sits right where you live. Mm -hmm. And a headache wrapped around orgasm definitely sits right where you live. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's show. But first, we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone in the One family, someone whose marriage has experienced transformation in any of the intimacies. And this hug comes from someone who participated in our most recent five-day intimacy challenge. And they said, we have been married for 12 years. We have to agree that our comfort zone was getting too comfortable. We signed up for the five-day intimacy challenge thinking that we didn't have anything to lose and maybe it could help us to get better. Mm. We have to say that the five-day challenge was beyond our expectations. We are closer than ever. We are having conversations that we haven't in years. We completed the challenge three days out of five and now we are planning our calendar to begin our intimacy lifestyle Thank you so much. In a week, we went from an ordinary to an extraordinary marriage. Super excited to learn and grow more as a couple. Oh, I love it. So exciting, you guys. Yes, yes, yes. So exciting. And for those of you that are interested in joining our next challenge, you can check it out at 5dayintimacychallenge.com. We'd love to have you in there with us. Now, as Tony said at the top of the show, we're talking about headaches. Yeah. But these aren't the headaches that make you say... I don't want to have sex, right? Because we've all, well, maybe not all, that may be a bit of a generality, but I think we've probably all heard that headaches can be used as an excuse to not have sex. I think it's one of the biggest ones where people make jokes about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's pretty popular. Oh, not tonight, I have a headache. Not tonight, I have a headache. Exactly. You know, I've used it. Like, I'm just going to raise yes, my hand. Have. I have used that as, sometimes I've used it as an excuse. I have used it when it's true. But the problem with that is that then it's like crying wolf and you never know. And and we even did a show years ago um, when I had a headache and then we had sex and the orgasm, act, orgasm actually relieved my headache, mm-hmm. right? And that was episode 365, kind of a funny number for a show when you think about years and stuff like that. But When we did this most recent five-day intimacy challenge, a husband posed this question to the group and it really got us thinking. He said, how often do you end up with a headache after sex, especially intense sex? And what, if anything, have you found that prevents or reduces that? He went on to say that I suffer from chronic migraines, so this is an issue for me and I've learned to push through and not necessarily like fight for the orgasm, again, less intense pain, but his wife has actually started having them almost always after sex. And this was a brand new thing to us, mm-hmm. right? It was kind of like the, the show that we did a few weeks ago where we were, you know, talking about crying during sex or, mm-hmm. you know, how that intensity can bring on tears all of a sudden. And this is the beauty of the one family. All of a sudden there's this whole conversation going around about headaches, not being a reason not to have sex, but coming on in the intensity of orgasm, the intensity of the emotion, the buildup and stuff like that. And we're like, hold on a second. What's going on here? 
What is this? And what what's happening in the one family? Because as people start chiming in, you guys, that's the beauty of this family. It is. Is that you all are bringing things up that Tony and I don't know about because we'll be the first ones to tell you that we don't know everything about sexual intimacy. But I will tell you that when something comes up and people start talking about it in any of our groups, in any of the challenges, we're like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Why isn't this being talked about? Why don't people know that this is happening and, and actually have the ability to put language around it? Because I will tell you that even trying to you know, do a little research on this, there aren't a lot of studies done on it. Right. It actually does have a name and it's called coital cephalgia. Right. So coital is the sex. Cephalgia is the headache part. Right. Sex headache. And it. Oh, I thought the Gia would have been more like the vagina. Where did you get that from? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Cool. Is, is that <laughs> Random what, is thoughts it, from Tony. <laughs> is that what a, a headache is? Cephal, well, cephalgia? The ceph part that refers to the head. Oh, okay. And what's the Gia? Well, I actually, I phonetically spelled that. Oh. in our notes <laughs> so that I would remember how to pronounce it. Got it. Okay. Because that's not a word that would normally roll off my tongue. So we do have some notes in front of us, you guys, when we record. And so sometimes I have to put words phonetically yeah. just so that I can pronounce them when we are recording. We digress. Coming back to these headaches, now that Tony's like, wait a minute, we started digging into it, you know, like what causes it? How do couples deal with this? And how prevalent is it? Because... You know, well, in our 23 years of marriage, right, it's never happened. Correct. That that I can that I can remember. Like, there's never been a point where we've had sex and I'm about to ejaculate, and all of a sudden I get a, an intense headache, or I get a headache. The right. only thing I'm aware of that I used to do years ago is that I would kind of hold my breath right around orgasm, and, and so that's like a whole separate thing where I I don't know just the yeah you would turn blue. I've never turned blue. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, seriously. Oh my gosh. Now, I do want to say from the outset of this show, is that Tony and I are not medical doctors. Not. We're not medical professionals. We're not. What we're discussing is not medical advice, and it's not intended to replace conversations with your doctor. In fact, if this is something that you have experienced, or specifically if you regularly experience it, we do recommend that you go have a conversation mm -hmm. with your doctor. Again, not medical advice, it's a full disclaimer please go talk to your doctor. Because what we found is that this is an area that doesn't have a lot of research around it. And it was interesting because one article said that about 1% of adults report that they've experienced this, but that due to embarrassment, it doesn't really get discussed with doctors very often. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, all right, well, let's see what's going on in the one family. Right? So we asked you, have you experienced this? 25% of you said it's happened at least once, but only 4% of you have actually discussed it with your doctor. Mm. So yay that we're a little bit above the norm and discussing it with doctors, but holy cow, you guys, one out of four that responded has experienced this type of sexual headache. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as we started looking at this, I was like, okay, well, why, why doesn't this get discussed? Tony and I were talking about it and I'm like, okay, so why wouldn't you bring this up to your doctor? And I mean, one of, one of the reasons is if it's only happened once or twice, you know, is that something you're really going to bring up to your doctor, especially if you only go in for your yearly checkup? Right. So 
so for for that percentage of people, there really isn't a reason, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even for myself, if I were to have this once or twice, it's not something I'm I'm thinking. Oh, I'm going to go to my doctor and ask or even share it because it hasn't happened again. Um, for those of you who's happening more often, though, well, I think. I mean, and this is just supposition because I didn't actually ask this question of the one family, but I think it's embarrassment. Mm -hmm. Or like, how do you bring this up? Because sometimes, you know, you go in for a physical, they're not always asking you how your sexual health is. They're just kind of, you know, checking the boxes, you know, height, weight. Do you have any questions? No. Okay, go on. Right. And, and then if you are going in to have a conversation, it's like, how do you say, so sometime around orgasm, either right before or right after I'm dealing with this crazy headache. Interesting you bring that up because as, you, as, you're, as you're sharing that, for some reason, my mind went right to technology for the purpose of when there is something happening with a computer or a phone, there's, there's, there's a glitch, mm-hmm. right? And to get help for it, they're always going to ask you, well, is it happening right now? Can you show me wh- what's going on? Do you have evidence of this happening. And if not, then more, more times than not personally, Mm -hmm. I just don't bring it up. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you can't replicate it. Right. And so I think maybe I've become conditioned in this way and I'm not saying anybody else has, but I've come become conditioned in this way that, well, if it's not happening right now, then telling my doctor it's happening, then what, what are they going to say? Well, the next time it happens, let me know. Mm-hmm. And then you're thinking it's going to take me three months to get an appointment. So yeah, we'll just keep, we'll just keep dealing with it. So I think part of it is that embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And I think whenever we're talking about sexual health, there is. And yet as an extraordinary couple, I hope that what we've been able to share and g- give words to mm-hmm. that you can then speak to your doctor or your medical professional, if you are having sexual health issues that need more, right? That you can you can speak it, you can you can put words around it, you can you can give feelings and emotion around it, so it's not just sort of like, well, I get a headache. Mm-hmm. Okay, when? How often? What's the duration? What are you doing? And not feeling embarrassed because really it is about your health that we are, we're, we're looking at, right? We're, we're concerned about your health. So that way you can have that sexual intimacy you do desire. Absolutely. And you know, if this has, it is happening, some has been happening frequently, then I would really encourage you to start tracking it mm-hmm. in your own marriage and your own sexual intimacy, because frequency is one of those things where we have to address stuff, you guys. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's just like we, you know, we're intentional about our intimacy. We're intentional about the intimacy lifestyle. We have to be intentional about our health. And this is one of those areas where if this is happening and it was interesting too, as I was doing, you know, looking at the little bit of research that exists and I'm grateful to another member of that five day intimacy challenge because she actually shared a number of resources with us that we could look at with, you know, these different headache.org sites and whatnot. But there are actually three different types of headaches, Okay, which I found to be fascinating. So the first one is a dull ache in the head, neck and jaw that intensifies with sexual excitement. This is usually the one that comes like right before orgasm because you're just tightening 
up. It's so funny, you guys. I wish you could see Tony's face because he literally just like squinted his eyes like he was like in that moment. But it's similar to a tension headache. It, it, you can feel it kind of come up, you know, neck, shoulders, your jaw. You're just like you're in the moment and, mm-hmm. and it's really intense. And that's where the headache comes. Um, you can have a sudden and severe headache that happens like literally at the moment of orgasm. And you, for some, this is actually described as like a thunderclap headache Ooh. because it comes on like a clap of thunder, just that like, wow. And this one can actually last for hours, right? Is it dull or, or is it a This pain? one's severe. This, this is, is this like severe, severe pain. Okay. And then the third one is actually a headache that occurs when somebody sits up or stands up after sex and it gets worse when they stand up and you know lessens a little bit if you lie back down and the the research actually indicates that this could be a leak of spinal fluid again Tony and I are not doctors mm-hmm. right this is why you want to have your conversations but it's extending down from the skull into the spine and so that leak in fluid according to the research uh, it, it causes the brain to move and that's where the pain is Right, because wow, the, the spinal. Now fluid. this, I, this I'm I'm assuming is more on that severe case. Yeah, where it's like you got to wait because we're we're not. I mean, there's not enough studies being done, obviously, to to know the amount or what's going on. But I'm I'm assuming just from the three, this is going to be on that severe. Right, this is kind of the intensity mm-hmm. and sort of where they fall coming after orgasm, obviously, because mm-hmm. then you're like getting up and you're having this pain, and you know, here's the thing, guys, it it doesn't matter which type of headache you get, they all have an impact Mm -hmm. on your sexual intimacy because what you were sharing with us, since it has happened to, you know, 25% of those that responded is that, you know, you are having to deal with questions from your spouse. Are you faking it? Which is why we also say don't fake orgasms, don't fake headaches because then if it's actually really happening, but you've been faking it, your spouse may be like, how often is this happening? Yeah. Like, what is this? And I do want to say one other thing. These types of headaches, according to the research, actually happen with greater frequency in men than in women. They don't know why. They don't know why. They don't know why. I have my own theory on this. What's your theory? My theory is because of all of the vascular activity that's going on with a man's erection, which we covered when we did the show, The Anatomy of an Erection. Mm-hmm. I think just all like of that. Like the pooling of blood into mm-hmm. the penis? I, mm-hmm. I think all the vascular stuff that's happening in the penis actually like impacts what's going on in the head. That's my theory. I'm not a doctor, but having done that show, Anatomy mm-hmm. of an Erection, I'm like, mm, could be, could be. But again, you guys get us behind the mics, not doing the research in the labs. So, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna find that episode. Anatomy of an Erection is 424. Okay. So I'll put that into uh, the episode notes here. Also you know, on your favorite podcast app, look for 424 and you'll find it. So like I said, impact on sexual intimacy might be your spouse is wondering if you're faking it. It definitely like, let's, let's be honest here. If your head is suddenly pounding, it can kill the mood. Oh yeah. You're just like, I'm done. I'm done. Um, for some you shared with us, and this is a really vulnerable thing. You fear having an orgasm because of the pain that you've come to associate with orgasm. Mm. So there's, you know, this like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to allow myself to go into that intense place. Cause what if it happens again? It takes your head out of the game so that you can't be fully present. And for some of you that you end up with that, either that thunderclap headache that lasts for hours or the one where like the, it could be that leak of spinal fluid. It, it you can't do anything, mm-hmm. right? You're laying in bed for hours. And you know, again, if, if this is happening to you, 
you're not alone. 25% of the one family has had this happen to them. And so, you know, as we're going to talk about, you know, possible treatments, let's do that right after this word from our sponsor. Now, I mentioned that it's more likely to happen for men, but one of the other things that you might need to know and this is especially just so you can kind of, you know, tuck this away, is that if you suffer from migraines, you can have a predisposition to these types of headaches. Again, talk to your doctor. But if you're noticing a trend, just kind of like that, mm-hmm. the comment that started this whole thing, somebody got migraines, they've had this happen, yeah. right? Okay. You want to have these conversations because that history, if it's predisp- predisposing you to this, then it's an awareness piece, right? And that's why we do this show every week. We're bringing awareness to these topics that other people aren't talking about. Interesting you say that too, because it just brings up a whole nother area of the intimacy lifestyle as we're talking about this. Mm. And especially as we're looking at migraines. And a lot of times you and I have looked at the intimacy lifestyle from this place of make sure you're setting up the how many days a week you want to, want to have it, um, make sure who's initiating on, on what periods of time, looking at travel schedules, knowing um, if, she, if your spouse is on her period, that's always been a big one, or sickness. Mm-hmm. That's the third one that we've always said, even from the beginning when we did the 60-day sex challenge, those are the three things that we said were, those were okay for us not to have sex. Right. I think we skip over that last one a lot. Mm. And, and I think we skip over it for us is because we don't get sick that often. Number one. Number two, I don't think we hear it enough from folks in the one family either. And I think it's something that we need to look at mm-hmm. as part of our intimacy lifestyle, because if somebody is having a migraine, that, that causes a lot of disruption, mm-hmm. even if you're doing the intimacy lifestyle. Sure. And so understanding those health issues and knowing that you guys are still on the same team, even when you're working through those health issues, Mm -hmm. because I really do, I I hear this and I think, oh man, 25% of those in the one family have experienced this before. And the ability to then be able to share openly, honestly, and transparently with your spouse allows you to not be fearful and shut down and go, oh, the intimacy lifestyle doesn't work or a sex challenge doesn't wow. work because you are you have the words to share with your spouse to let them know that, no, you, you, you still enjoy this time together mm-hmm. and it's not about them. It's just how you're feeling in this moment. And so it just sort of hit me with that. And there are many other medical issues. I mean, we have folks in the one family who, who are going through cancer. Mm-hmm. I mean, those who've had some, you know, hip surgeries and elbow surgeries and knee surgeries and, and, and numerous like, like diabetes chronic and medical chronic conditions, medical yeah. conditions. So this isn't, you know, to say that it's not for you. It is. Mm-hmm. I think what we're, what we're hoping is that we're helping you to get, the context around it to be able to talk about it. And those of you who are on the receiving side, you have a spouse who's, whose health may not be um, health, fully healthy, I'll, I'll say in that way, um, you have an ability to hopefully understand where they're coming from. Right. It's really putting language around this. I mean, even for me, just discovering 
the descriptions of the different types of headaches. Mm-hmm. You know, as I was preparing the show, I thought, oh my gosh, like, does this start to give spouses a language that they can use? Instead of just saying, I have a headache or I just got a headache, it's like, no, it's one of these types of headaches. And, you know, while there aren't a lot of treatments, which well, is really good, which is really good because we say this a lot. Um, when we're discussing about how you feel when something happens, mm-hmm. it's it's not always like I'm angry, sad, mad, happy. There are so many other feelings right. that 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 you have. You just don't know the word mm-hmm. because being disgruntled, you may say, "Well, I'm angry," but really, you're disgruntled, right? Because of what has happened. And and I love what you said is now you have the vocabulary and the language to go. It's not just a headache. Mm-hmm. that you're dealing with in this moment anymore. I mean, you can say that this is, listen to this episode to your spouse. It's like that thunderclap type of a headache. Right. These are the type of headaches I get. And that's, that's going to be a game changer because while there aren't a lot of treatments, you know, some people say, you know, it can be treated with ibuprofen. You know, there are different medications that, you know, some doctors are being able to prescribe and I'm not going to list them here because I want you to talk to your doctor right. and we're not doctors. But, you know, it's looking at this and I saying... Think, I think Elisa has, has said we're not doctors for the 20th time on in this episode. But here's... <laughs> But which it's, which it's no, important. no it 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 is important. I I no no no. I I do I do think it's important. But I'm just saying. Yeah. If you've been listening to us for any amount of time, you know we're not a doctor. If you're new, we're not doctors. We're not doctors. <laughs> there we go. But you know, it's it's looking at this. It's saying you know, because one of the articles I read, it said actually, you know, what you might do is just take a less active role in orgasm, or, or make the decision to change things around or slow things down around orgasm. Okay. And when I read that, I thought. Thank God for the couples in the one extraordinary marriage family, in the one family. Because here's the thing. If you were to, if somebody were to read that, they're not part of the one family. They make that decision without talking to their spouse. All of a sudden, the sexual intimacy changes. There's no conversation about it. And their spouse is going, what? why aren't they participating in orgasm anymore? Why, why have they taken a step back? And yet I look at this and I know that I can share that strategy with you all because you can have a conversation about it. And I will even say this, just this is another, this is a little side topic and it's one that we are going to go into with premature ejaculation mm-hmm. in the future, in a future episode, being able to slow down right there after, like right at foreplay is a huge place for you to be able as a man to relax yourself a little bit and enjoy the penetration instead of ejaculating right there. Like, so that may be, if you're, you're experiencing this, being able to take deep breaths, Mm -hmm. slow your heart rate down, you know, still stay in the mood because believe me, I I've been there where, where you're trying to slow that slow that ejaculation down. And yet if you do that, your mind gets, you get off of the task at hand and then you're trying to get yourself back there. So it's a fine line we're, we're, we're working on right there. It's enough to just take some deep breaths, you know, like let your heart rate, but letting your spouse know that's what's going to be happening. Cause if not, she's going to be sitting there and going like, what the heck just happened? Like I'm having these orgasms. I'm having a great time. I'm ready for him. Uh, it, w- w- we we've built up to this point and now we, he's, he's sort of like chilling over there. Like what's going on. So having that conversation is, is truly a, a vital step in making sure that you're experiencing the sexual intimacy that you both desire. Right. Because if there is a fear of orgasm, 
because of the associated pain, that's a conversation that needs to happen, mm-hmm. right? Th- this is this is one of those topics that again, it's not being researched because nobody's talking about it with their doctors. And so we've got to we've got to start bringing vocabulary around it. We've got to bring the conversations around it. And I do want to say one thing as as we're you know talking about this topic that if this is happening frequently and I said it earlier, but we are going to encourage you to go talk to your doctor because most of these headaches are benign, right? They're, they're, it's only associated with sexual activity. It, it's not a, an issue for concern, but there are situations where it may be a sign of something else. Yeah. And the only one that's going to be able to figure that out is your doctor. Mm-hmm. And here's the deal. We love you all too much to not say that to just say, Hey, you know what? No big deal. Like these are all fine because we want you all in the one family for a good long time. Right. We want you healthy. We want your marriages healthy. We want you to be able to have conversations around this because I see this type of show. I see bringing up a topic like this where we've got different types of headaches we can talk about. We've got folks having conversations with their doctors where all of a sudden, you know, we don't have people shying away from sexual intimacy mm-hmm. because let's face it, if you're getting a headache when you have sex, you may just stop having sex without telling your spouse why, mm-hmm. you know, and it hurts or I have a headache doesn't give your spouse enough to act on. But now that you've got something like this to say, Hey, this is what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. Now the two of you actually get to link arms and say, okay, how are we going to tackle this together? Mm-hmm. How are we going to, you know, shift And all I'm saying is shift our sexual intimacy so that we can both enjoy it so that there isn't this fear associated with it. So that I understand if you make this grimacing face, what just happened with you? Because if you have your eyes open during sex, this is just like a thought that popped into my head. If you have your eyes open during sex and your spouse gets one of these headaches and you're like, whoa, grimacing, they're grimacing in pain. You're looking at it. You're like, "Uh oh, what just happened? happened. Mm -hmm. And it's not the happy sex face. It's the one that's like, ew, right? We've we've got to be couples. And I know that you are because you listen to the show who are saying, you know what, we're going to do marriage differently. We're going to be the couples. And we were just sharing this with um, one of the classes we were leading last night. What does it look like for the one family to be the couples that talk about things that nobody else is talking about in order to have just unity and this teamwork in their marriages and not just to be able to impact you know, husband and wife, but who else are you talking to in your world mm-hmm. that somebody's going to bring up? Yeah, I get these like random weird headaches when we have sex. And you're gonna be like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tony and Lisa were just talking about that. And you're gonna be able to send them this show or you're gonna be able to say, you know what? Hey, check this out. Mm-hmm. And you're going to shift. You guys, the one family shifts marriages, not just their own, but those in their community, those that are around them, you are, you have the ability to speak life into other people's marriages mm-hmm. and to say, that's actually not such a rare thing and make people feel encouraged and empowered about their marriages. Yeah. This week, I mean, who knows when you're going to have a headache? Who knows if you ever will have one, but this week really share this. Mm share this with somebody, share this with a couple, share it with a friend, a loved one, a sister, a a, a parent, a child, somebody that you know, who maybe you've heard talk about it or, or it's just been in passing. Be that blessing to somebody this week, because you may be 
the person, and this may be the episode they need to hear to, to be unlocked and have breakthrough in their sexual intimacy. You'd be surprised at who's out there just waiting to hear something like this, and they need you to give it to them. We love you guys. Have yourselves a fantastic week, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Love you guys.